Good day, my friends, and welcome to another moment. Yes, another Black History Moment with Boom. And remember, every sunrise gives you a new beginning and a new ending. Let this morning be a new beginning to a better relationship and a new ending to the bad memories. It's an opportunity to enjoy life, breathe freely, think in love, and be grateful for this beautiful day. My friends, on a sad note, we must say goodbye to Bill Russell, a great basketball player, a man that I looked up to and respected. Bill Russell was not only a great basketball player, he was a great man that took pride in his game and also took pride in being black. You see, cause back when Bill Russell was playing, being black was not popular. And like Jackie Robinson and a few other black players back in the day, he had to take a lot of crap, especially playing in Boston, a city that does not have a great racial track record. Bill often said that he played for the Celtics. He didn't play for the city of Boston. And he got beat up. He got beat up for marrying a white woman, but that did not stop him. He came right back on the court and continued to leave his legacy. So rest in peace, my brother, because you have not died. You have became ancestral. My friends, did you know that some people argue that racism is a byproduct of economics and that prejudice against black people was developed mostly to justify the horrors of the transatlantic slave trade? But that's bull. Now, it is true that many Europeans revered Africans before the 1500s, but we have to study history holistically. The ancient Greeks and Romans may have idolized Africans, but this was in the infancy of European civilization. Later events, when they were more powerful, allowed their true sentiments to come out. First, we can study the Punic Wars and other historical conflicts between Europeans and black people. Then we must look at the growing hatred for black people during the Moorish occupation of Europe. As they became more capable of conquering black people, they became more vocal and upfront. By the fall of the Moorish Empire, racism was out in the open. In reality, it had always been there, just as it is today. As long as history has been written by Europeans, blacks have been written out of history. Black people have been described as primitive savages, an inferior race that has given nothing to humankind in the ways of the arts, the sciences, or civilization. But without a doubt, the first man was a black man. There's absolutely no reason to think otherwise. By the features of the oldest skeletal remains, 
ever found, you can't possibly come up with any other conclusion. Hell, common sense would tell you that if it all happened in Africa, they must have been black. But scientists once did everything they could to fight this ideal from becoming a fact. They have written history books that relied upon the authority of the Bible to prove that the first man was white, that blacks were the cursed descendants of whites, and that all of human history occurred within the past 6,000 years. You might want to believe that things have changed, or you may know they haven't. If the recent attempts to write black and brown people out of school history curriculum, Arizona and Texas, are any indication you know that the mainstream version of history can be seriously flawed. You might realize that we learned a history of lies, as I did when I was taught that Christopher Columbus discovered America, even though the Indians were already here, or how those Indians were warlike savages, even though they taught the pilgrims how to farm, how to fish, and how to survive the winters. So it is safe to say that some aspects of the standard telling of history are flawed, biased, missing, distorted, or just plain wrong. So it's no surprise that in 2022, there are scientists still attempting to validate a multi-regional hypothesis for the origin of man. They are trying hard as hell to prove that different races evolved in separate places, and all of them do not descend from human ancestors in Africa. You'll find similar attempts to scientifically distance origins from black. But you know, my friends, we can safely say that all humans on the planet today are descended from a single ancestral population that can be traced back to East Africa about 200,000 years ago. So don't let them tell you that they don't see race. Despite anything they say to the contrary, white people have always seen race. How the hell could they not? In a black and brown world, you gotta notice that you're the odd one out. And as soon as they realized how to dominate the world, race became their rallying point. Spreading civilization was just another way of referring to the spread of white global domination. And so they taught that civilization was the dominion of white people. If anyone else on earth had it, they must have learned it from white people. And this is how ridiculous some of these claims sounded. Yet they felt no shame in asserting that Mayans, Egyptians, Ethiopians, Indians, Chinese, and Japanese were originally white. In fact, historians once taught that not only was Europe the cradle of modern civilization, it was the birthplace of humanity itself. Africa gave the world nothing, 
and black people were simply the bastard offspring of the glorious white race. Fortunately, we now know that the entire human race started with black people. Don't get me wrong, my friends. Just because I take pride in my blackness does not mean that I hate white people. On the contrary, white people have been sprinkled in and out of my ancestral history from the beginning. And sometimes when I needed aid, it was white people who came to my assistance. So I refuse, I absolutely refuse to hate anybody, especially over the color of their skin. It's like I said before, being black is not the color of your skin. Being black is the awakening of your mind. Now, all those white supremacist groups, I don't hate them. I feel sorry for them because I know that they hate me because of the color of my skin. And this is something that you're not born with. This is something that you were taught. And sometimes these things were put into your mind after you became an adult. I mean, sometimes you fought side by side with a person of color during war, and you never even dreamed of having a hatred toward them. But it was only after you became home and employment was difficult and you saw people of color riding up and down the street in nice cars that you could afford. And then someone whispered in your ear and said that the people of color were taking over, that your white skin was being replaced. So hatred became an excuse for not working hard enough or not sacrificing enough to get that home or to get that car or to live as well as you see some people of color living. And those people, they know it's wrong. If they claim to be Christians, as so many of them claim to be, how can they hate someone else just because of the color of their skin? Listen, if two people are applying for a job and one is black and one is white, and the black person gets chosen for the job, why should you hate him? Because he is better qualified? The employer that is hiring him is looking to better his business, and he don't care if it's black or white. He needs someone that is qualified. So instead of going out and becoming better qualified for any position, you let that demon whisper in your ear, that you are being replaced, and you go along with it. You know the answer to your problems, but you refuse to act upon it. We as people of color have always known that we had to be better. We had to better ourselves, had to better our vocabulary as well as our knowledge if we wanted to compete. And I'll say this before I get out of here. If you prefer sitting in the bars on a Friday night with your good old boys drinking beer, when you could be taking a class somewhere and bettering yourself, whose problem is that? Whose problem is that? It is yours, not the person 
who was better qualified for the job. My friends, today was just one of those days where I just felt like talking. One of those days when my ancestors just woke me up and say, just tell the story. And that music tells me that it is once more that time. But before I go, I want to lay something else on you. Life is too short. Grudges are a waste of perfect happiness. Laugh when you can, apologize when you should, and let go of what you can. Take chances. Give everything and have no regrets. Life is too short to be unhappy. You have to take the good with the bad. Smile when you're sad. Love what you got and always remember what you had. Always forgive, but never forget. Learn from your mistakes, but never regret. People change and things go wrong, but always remember, life goes on. Until next time, my friends, have a great day. It has been, without a doubt, my pleasure.